Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. putting together my show notes for today's show. And you might have noticed this last night and or this morning if you tuned into the Rowdy Rooster Rundown. The regular season has concluded, and I am struggling to find the words. 
Simply put, I, I am struggling to find the words here on this Monday. And all I can really come up with, guys, because I feel so many different emotions. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm, I'm confused. There's so many different emotions that are happening right now. But the overwhelming thing is this. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of having this feeling, having these conflicting emotions watching South Carolina baseball. I mean, I, I grew up, man, you guys know my story. End of 02, beginning of 03, I was 11 or 12 years old, and that's when it really clicked for me what South Carolina athletics meant. And I was the baseball player, right? I was a baseball player before I was even a Gamecock fan, right? I was playing baseball when I was five years old. I played baseball my entire life, and I remember – Growing up, and baseball was not televised, obviously, early 2000s, like nothing. We had no streaming, nothing like that. You had to follow online or listen to radio or whatever. But I remember my, I remember my first time going to Sarge Fry Field, mid-2000s. I think it was 2006. My first time ever at Sarge. And I just remember following, right? Smoke, Disher, Darnell, Havens, Harris, Honeycutt. You guys know I'm a Justin Smoke guy. Like, that was my first Gamecock baseball player that I wanted to be like that guy. And I just remember, of course, we all do, following along. And the program that Ray Tanner built. South Carolina baseball was always pretty good, pretty solid. Ray Tanner took it to another level winning 40 games on a yearly basis, going to Omaha. I mean, hosting a regional was an afterthought. Being a top 25 team, afterthought, right? Being a regional host was expected. Took him a while to win those national championships. And, I, and I'll never forget, and my oh my, how things have changed. I mean, I'll never forget after 09, South Carolina lost to East Carolina in that regional, Right? Lost in the Greenville, North Carolina Regional. And after the 09 season, people were questioning whether Ray Tanner still had it. Was he still the dude? Should the Gamecocks look a different direction and make a change? Well, we all know the rest is history, right? That didn't happen back-to-back -back national championships and nearly won a third. Then Ray Tanner decides to step down. Chad Holbrook takes over. And I'll never forget having my good friend Forrest Kumis on the airwaves, who, who, of course, started game one of the 2011 College World Series final against the Florida Gators, you might recall. Really, really good pitcher and a great dude. But I'll never forget talking to Forrest Kumis and asking him. He was actually one of the first guests in the history of the Spurs Up show, so shout out to Forrest for that. But talking to him, I said, did you ever see the downfall coming? Like what, or the quote-unquote downfall with Chad Holbrook, and he said, absolutely not. You know, Chad was on those staffs, was on the staff during the back-to-back -back national titles. We expected we keep it going. And while Chad Holbrook did not have the success that a Ray Tanner did, isn't it funny looking back now and thinking to yourself, man, we may not have been winning national championships, we may not have been exactly where we wanted to be, but guys, Chad Holbrook had 40 or more wins in three of his five seasons at Carolina. He only got five seasons. Had 40-plus wins 
in three or five seasons. He had no losing seasons. No losing seasons. The year that Chad Holbrook got fired, and I'm looking this up as we speak because I want to confirm. South Carolina finishes their 2023 season 38 and 17. 38 and 17. The 2017 season, Chad Holbrook's last, that team finished 35 and 25. Three less wins. Three less wins. And that team did not go to the postseason. But three less wins. And Chad Holbrook was fired. I am not sitting here on this Monday, guys. As I've said many times, I am waiting until the dust finally settles and this season comes to an end. You will not hear the words, fire Mark Kingston. Leave my lips. I will not tweet, hashtag fire Mark Kingston. Until we reach the moment when the season is over. Because you know what? Crazier things have happened in baseball. And there's a postseason to be played. And I'll say the stage is yours. Go ahead. Let's see what you got. That being said, we all know which way this thing is trending, which way this thing is going. And I tell you this, guys. Looking at some of the numbers, and you look at, like, looking at the numbers, looking at the record, and looking at where we sit right now. Looking at where we sit right now. It makes me think, you know what? Maybe this is our fault. Maybe this is my fault. Maybe this is our fault from the sense of this. Not in the sense of the Gamecocks winning and losing games. Stick with me for just a moment. What I mean is this. Did we get out ahead of our skis? Did did did, did we... You know, we've been longing for Omaha. We've been longing for success similar to what we saw under Ray Tanner for so long. And this is a fan base that is so hungry to return to that level of baseball. And so I don't blame myself necessarily. I don't blame the Gamecocks fan base for buying into the hype. For getting excited, you sweep UMass Lowell, you win your midweek, you beat Queens, you sweep Penn, right? You didn't lose a game till March 3rd. And then after that, you won the next two and you took two of three from the arch rival. You're winning midweeks left and right. You're sweeping non-conference series. Then you get an SEC play. Then you get an SEC play. You travel to Athens. You win game one in a comeback fashion. You then win the next two in blowout fashion. Two seven-inning victories. You beat Georgia, who finished 11-19 and in SEC play. You, you, you then, we see the first chink in the armor at that point. You lose in Charlotte, North Carolina, to the Charlotte 49ers. No big deal, right? No big deal. Hey, midweek losses happen. Midweek losses happen. You then come back home and take on Missouri, a team that finished 10 and 20 in SEC play. At that time, they were ranked, but finished 10 and 20 in SEC play. You win an improbable game one, a game you shouldn't have won, which leads you to a sweep on the home field. Hey, improbable game one win, 12 inning game three win. Very easily could have lost that series, but you don't, you sweep. 
You then go to Mississippi State, right? Go to Mississippi State. Take two of three from a team that finished 9-21 and 21 in SEC play. I think you guys see where I'm going with this. You beat North Carolina in the midweek. That one felt good, right? Truest Field has not been a kind place at the Gamecocks. You win that one. You're feeling good. Then here come the LSU Tigers. Hey, we're going to find out. We're going to find out what the Yardcocks are all about, right? Emphatic game one win. 13-5. You punish Paul Skeens. He gets knocked out of the ball game early because of the rain delay. Game two. You got the Tigers on the ropes. You implode. You blow up. You lose 8-7. to seven. And game three doesn't happen. Game three doesn't happen. So you come out of that weekend. All right, hey, we would have won game three, man. We're the best team in college baseball. Game three gets canceled. You go through the midweek, fine. You beat USC Upstate. You then go to Nashville and take on Vandy. You win game one in emphatic fashion, 14 to six. You didn't lose game two and three, eight, five, six, four. You know what? Losing to a top five team, two of three on the road in the SEC, that happens. No big deal, right? No big deal. You win in the midweek yet again. Then here comes Florida, the third-ranked team in the country, and you sweep them, winning in seven innings game one, 5-2-7-5. Florida, for whatever reason, hates Founders Park. Hates Founders Park. Can't play there. So that was your signature series of the season. Then the final four SEC series happened. You lose two of three to Auburn, unranked Auburn. You win in your midweek. You lose all three to Kentucky an unranked Kentucky at that time. You then lose to North Florida. Here come the wheels starting to come off. You lose to North Florida in the midweek. You lose two of three, hey, to a tough Arkansas team. I gave you a lot of credit after that. You then lose to Charlotte in the midweek. The wheels are officially off, and then this past weekend happens against Tennessee. My point being this. I can only speak for myself. I wish, looking back, as much fun as it was to buy into the hype of this ball club, I wish I would have kept a more level head. I really do. I wanted to believe that Mark Kingston had turned a corner. I wanted to believe that the addition of Monty Lee had fixed the offensive woes. I wanted to believe that the injury bug wasn't going to be as prevalent as it was a season ago and has been throughout the entire Kingston era. I wanted to believe that this team was different. But that's why the season's so long. Because anybody can get hot in a small pocket, and anybody can get cold, and it takes about 60 games to figure out who you really are. And guys, you know who the Yardcocks are? You know who the Yardcocks are? They're the same team as last year. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Plus Ethan Petrie. That's about the only difference. Ethan Petrie's hot streak and him playing out of his mind. It led South Carolina to that early season success. But this team so painfully has so many characteristics of what we've seen to this point in the Kingston era. Injuries. Inconsistent offense. Befuddling midweek losses. Like, And when you look at the schedule, I just say, you know, maybe we got out ahead of ourselves. Like, maybe this team, and I know this will be a very unpopular take, because at one point, this team was 34-6. and And this team deserved to be ranked highly because they had won 34 of 40 games. But I look back and I'm like, was South Carolina actually that good? Or were they picking on some not very good baseball teams? Were they sweeping some not very good baseball teams? Because, guys, in case you missed it, Carolina went 4-5-1 and one in SEC series this season. Something that blew my mind right before we jumped on the air. Our good friend Brendan M. in the Big Cock Club Discord pointed this out to me. Shout out to Brendan. South Carolina won the same amount of SEC series this year as they did last year. I mean, that's a mind-blowing, mind-blowing thing. I didn't get on social media. Shout out to Bruin Nation, by the way, who I know is tuned in. He points out some statistics that are very bothersome. Very bothersome. I had not taken a moment to sit down and look at the statistics. But get this. South Carolina, when you look at the offensive numbers, the Yardcocks finished with 526 strikeouts. No other SEC team finished with more than 500. No other SEC team had more than 500. The next highest at quick glance was Tennessee, and they had 474 strikeouts. South Carolina hit 275 as a team this year. I don't even know what the SEC numbers are. Hit 275 as a team overall. That was 11th in the SEC. 11th. 
The Gamecocks had a 4.09 ERA. That was good enough for third in the SEC. If I would have been able, <laughs> and I'm giving, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to give myself some grace, but I just think back. If I would have been able to keep the level head, stick with what my thoughts about this ball club were before the season ever started. Hey, team that's going to be inconsistent and struggle hitting. They're going to be a lead on the mound. They're going to win a lot of games because they can pitch. I had 34 and 22, 15 and 15 in SEC play. I was pretty damn close. All things considered, I was pretty damn close. And this team, when all was said and done, it turned out to be exactly what we thought they would be. Mark Kingston turning out to be exactly what we thought of him at the end of last year. And it just feels as if maybe the standard's been lost at Carolina, guys. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the standard for South Carolina baseball has been lost. Because 40 wins used to be a normal thing. I had a guy this morning telling me, well, we won 30 games. We won 30 games. That's a pretty good. No. What? Winning 30 games? Winning 30 games, man. That, that's. No. 40 is the gold standard at Carolina. 40 wins. And so when you look at this season and the the epic collapse, I mean, the epic collapse, I don't give a damn who gets upset about it. It's the reality, man. And I said this last night, and I'll say it again. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I really don't. Like, I had to give myself, guys, a pep talk before we hit the live button because I just feel I hate leading with so much negative emotion because I'm a very positive, optimistic, happy person in real life. So I don't want to be Debbie Downer here. But, like, I'm also not going to be Sally Sunshine Pumper. And make try to make everyone feel better when the reality is what it is. This program's lost, man. And, and the D1 baseball rankings this morning... We're just another gut punch. In case you missed it, South Carolina, not even ranked. Not even ranked in the latest top 25. What's so unfortunate is I agree. I agree with those rankings. The Gamecocks don't deserve to be ranked. They don't deserve to be a regional host. And they got nobody to blame but themselves. This is a team that had... The world was their oyster at 34 and 6. Full control. Top eight national seed was everything. You didn't even have to win out. You didn't have to win out. You just had to not tank. You had to not collapse. And you couldn't even do that. All you had to do was play average baseball. You didn't have to play great. You didn't have to play like the best team in college baseball for four more weeks. But in 28 days, Carolina, somehow, Mark Kingston's ball club found a way to go from number three in the country to not even ranked. It's baffling. And when the dust settles on this season, if it continues to trend and go the way it's going, right, 
we will have the conversation of the greatest meltdowns, the most epic collapses in Gamecocks athletics history. We'll have that discussion because this has got to rank right up there. I mean, this has to be near the top. I don't know if a fan base has ever been more bamboozled than the Gamecocks fan base watching this this program, this team. There's no way. 34 and 6 ranked third in the country. You had people literally projecting you as the number one overall seed. The number one overall seed. And now not only are you not a top eight national seed, not only are you not going to host a regional, not only are you not ranked in the top 25, not only are you probably going to go one and done in the freaking SEC tournament. Not only that, but your arch rival who had the balls to make a move last year, who actually held themselves accountable to their standard, who had the balls to make a move, look at the way it's paying off. Look at the massive dividends it's paying off. And, you know, it's it's not a guarantee that he's going to lead them. Eric Backer to lead Clemson baseball to the glory day or, you know, to, to the promised land, and they're going to be all of a sudden like a top-tier elite program. But I tell you what, in this small sample size and this short sample size, man. Carolina is holding a massive L right now. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired, guys. I mean, that's it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of the same old song and dance. I'm sick and tired of, of you know, I mentioned this last week, but I had somebody tell me that that Mark Kingston is the Will Muschamp of, of baseball. And I just can't unsee it. it. Injuries, inconsistent offense, and mind-blowing quotes in press conferences. Mind-blowing. Just mind-blowing. Like, I get being positive. I understand that, like, we can talk about things a certain way, and I really, really feel for those guys in the locker room because you know they're fighting their guts off. They're fighting their guts out. They're doing everything they can. But what's, like, something's not clicking, man. Something isn't clicking. And again, I'm going to bite my tongue as hard as I possibly can until the season finally concludes because I just want to see it play out. I want to see it play out without this fire Mark Kingston thing hanging over. I I just want to see it play out. I just want to see it play out because there is a postseason. I want to give, you know, the beautiful thing about baseball guys is this. No matter the advantage or deficit, you have to give the other man a chance, right? You got to throw that ball across the plate and you have to give him a chance. So I'm going to give Mark Kingston his chance. I'm going to give him his fair shake. You got baseball yet to be played. You still got a shot. You're on life support and I have serious doubts, but you got a shot. And call me a bad fan. I don't, I don't really give. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shit. Say whatever you want, bro. I'm 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 done 
with this team. Done giving this team any credit whatsoever. Giving them any benefit of the doubt. I am done. If you were coming to this show looking for, man, well, maybe Chris will make me feel better about, here's why we should be optimistic going into the postseason. To hell with that. The only thing that can fix anything right now is winning games. That's it. And I have been as positive as possible. Right? I've wanted to believe. I picked this team to win two of three over Tennessee, for God's sake. Until this team goes on the field, somehow, some way, finds that swagger, that moxie, that confidence, whatever it was, until they find that again, and they start playing baseball to that level again, this team is getting exactly what it deserves from this fan base. This team's getting exactly what it deserves. Show us. Show us. You don't deserve any benefit for the doubt. You don't deserve to be picked to win anything. There's a way to change it. You know what to do. I mean, God, you did it for practically 40 games. And the fact that we've reached this point with Gamecocks baseball, you know, would I have felt good going into Hoover even if the season had finished up on a positive note? Not really. More on that in a second as we break down tomorrow's game. But the fact that we've reached this point, the fact that we're even having this conversation to this level, to this degree, having to run back through the numbers and, and just, I mean, we just feel defeated. Down and out. I don't want to watch another baseball game. At this point, that's what it's turned into. It's turned back into that. The same thing it was last year. And that's sad, man. That, that's just, that's, that's really sad. And I tell you this, if this thing keeps going the way it's going, I swear to God, if I see one D1 baseball guy defending Mark Kingston, because those dudes, those dudes, and I like those dudes a lot, but man, they have given South kind of fans more hell than anybody about expectations and unfair expectations. Bro, get the F out of here with that nonsense. Get out of here with it. Get out of here with it. I think this fan base has been very patient, all things considering. I really do. And like I said, man, I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of the same old song and dance. I'm, I, I just, I have the feeling of a fan of a team who I got the rug pulled out from under me. And I'm sure we all have this feeling or a very similar feeling here on this Monday. And all we can do, we've all got hope. That small glimmer of hope is what keeps us tuning back in, our garnet and black blood pumping through our veins. But unfortunately, that hope at this point is overshadowed by massive, massive amounts of doubt and anger and frustration. And I can't blame you because I'm right there with you. 